1140, Joe Rico and Alex Ramirez back at the final word. Cutting it short, a two-hour show today. We will wrap it up with Cody Rourke in just a moment. But first, Alex and I have got to tell you about a brand new partner for the final word, and that is Tax Finders LLC. Our good buddy Dion Malcolm, Alex and I uh, all met together at Los Dos Patrios here about two weeks ago. Tax Finders LLC is, a, is dedicated to finding you the right bookkeeper, accountant, CPA, enrolled agent, and tax attorney nationwide for individuals and businesses. They also do in work, in-house work as well, Alex. That's right. Tell you what, if you owe back taxes, it's time to get you're really serious about yeah, it. Yeah, we had a chance to talk to Dion. We had dinner at Los Dos, as you mentioned, Joe. Give Dion a call today, 720-327-9454. Look, the IRS was also on a pandemic break, but they are back to full strength right now. Dion is an expert in the field of, you know, not only getting your taxes refiled, and if you haven't filed or, you know, if you want to get on some kind of payment plan, or uh, there's a lot of uh, thousands of different uh, programs that they have for reductions right now that the uh, IRS is allowing. Give these guys a call today, 720-327-9454. That's 720-327-9454. Let them know if the final word is sent you over to Dion. And I'll tell you, he's going to take care of you. Don't think it's too late. The IRS can come at you. They can seize your wages, Joey. They can garnish your wages. They can seize your property. They don't mess around, Joe. They can come right. to your house, and they can take your stuff from you. Well, I've known the guy for over 25 years, a good friend, and somebody that I would trust with my own personal taxes any day of the week. I absolutely implore you to give him a call today at 720-327-9454. Don't mess with the IRS. Get Tax Finders LLC on your team today. All right, another guy we always love having on our team is Cody Rourke. He is not only, I call him Adam Schefter Jr., but, you know, that's almost not even good enough, not even Dude, cor- Cody not Rourke even qualified. Cody Rourke press Adam yeah, Schefter. Man. Well, that's true, but I call him out in, in relationship to where they're at in their careers. But I'll tell you what, Cody Rourke is rising up the ranks if you're not following him on Twitter, you're wrong. And I believe it's at Cody Rourke NFL, correct, Cody? Yes, it is. Thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate uh, both of you and your kind words. Well, I'll tell you what. The Denver Broncos, in about two weeks, you, me, and Alex will be up there at various different Might times. Might as well pitch your cut yeah. out there with Mike Kliss because yeah. I know Cody will be there. Uh, Cody will be. Day. I believe they have bunk beds now. I don't know if Cody actually has Who his. Who gets the top? Uh, Who gets the bottom? I, I guess Kliss would be working on the bottom at this point, but that might switch here by next year. Uh, anyway, the bottom line is this. It's going to be an interesting year. I, I say that over the last three years, and I had this fake optimism. You know, kind of, I'm a journalist, so I'm trying to build some interest in the team, but I look at the roster, and I'm like, oh, my God, you know, what are we going to do? And I look at this year, and not only me, but no less of an authority than pro football focus, has the Broncos ranked with the 10th most talented roster in the NFL. So when you see those kinds of things, how hot is the seat on Vic Fangio, and how important is it that the Broncos end this 0 for 7 streak that Vic has in September? And good morning to you, sir. Uh, well, you know, I like I said, I think it really right now it's really hard to see where things are at. You know, I think heading into the season, everyone you're going to have sports books that are going to be saying that uh, Vic Fangio is on a hot seat. I just I don't see it. I even if the Broncos' offense struggles this year, I don't see Vic Fangio really being on the hot seat or getting fired. Now, I think that maybe just to start the season you can say, okay, well, hey, the pressure's on Vic, absolutely. But if the Broncos' defense is performing tops in the league and they're being very dominant, and if the offense struggles, I don't think that George Payton's going to come in and say, hey, Vic, 
you're gone. I think he's going to say, Pat Shermer, you're gone. And he's going to keep Vic around, and they're going to find a way to bring some offensive-minded guy in to really try to transform this Broncos offense if, in fact, things don't work out this season. Um, just the vibe of what George Payton has done so far this offseason for Vic Fangio, he's aligned him with everything that he needs to be successful going out there and signing Ronald Darby, Kyle Fuller in free agency, drafting Patrick Sertan, re-signing Shelby Harris, re-signing Justin Simmons, Kareem Jackson. Those players are very, very big key proponents of what the Broncos want to do this season defensively. So Vic has everything he needs defensively. And, and we've seen in the last several years, the Broncos defense really hasn't been the issue. Even last year when their depth was tested, they were still putting out a pretty good defensive performance outside of several games. Uh, really, the offense is the big question mark here, and I don't think that the offense will get Vic fired this year. I think that Vic, even if the offense struggles, I think he'll still be in Denver if the defense is playing really well. Okay, and that's that's fair enough. That's fair enough. I mean, they've done a lot of uh, you know retooling to help Fangio do everything but to get fired. I get with you. And first of all, Cody, it's been a while. How you doing? I'm good, my man. I'm good. How are you? I'm it's been a while. I've, I've missed hearing your voice. You know, I've been hanging out with Jake and with uh, with Joe here, but yeah, uh, I'm back on the men's man. Here, we missed you, man. I appreciate you, Cody. I appreciate the kind words, buddy. Uh, so check this out. Uh, I was at a, a dinner party the other day and getting a little bit of argument with about this whole Aaron Rodgers thing and. What are the, what's the differences between this and the Peyton Manning? Well, there's a lot of differences, in my opinion. First of all, when Aaron Rodgers now, he, we're going to be giving up a lot to get. When Peyton Manning was a free agent, we didn't have to give up anything again. We just had to pay a lot of money for his, obviously, his salary. So there is a big difference there. How serious are the Broncos or contenders? Are there really to, get, to, to land Aaron Rodgers? Or is this just something that the Green Bay Packers eventually will make him the highest paid player of all time ever, the history of even beating Patrick Mahomes' uh, contract? What do you think? Uh, oh, you know, I don't. I, I just don't see Aaron Rodgers returning to Green Bay after 2021. I think that he'll be there this season. I, I don't know at this point. I mean, at this point, we have two weeks before training camp. I don't think a move is going to be made. Green Bay has been firm on saying, "Hey, we're not going to trade Aaron Rodgers." Obviously, Aaron has been in the public spotlight with the match and celebrity golf tours, things like that. And he said, "Right now, the latest thing we got from him yesterday was, you know, I'm gonna." go back here in a couple weeks, I'm going to work out, and then I'm going to figure out what I'm going to do. I don't think that he's going to sit out this season. Obviously, he didn't take the opt-out. He did have an easy chance to do so uh, with the NFL granting that to players. He decided not to opt out, and I think he's going to be in a position where he's going to play this season, but I do think that he will leave after 2021. I think that if any trade is going to happen with Aaron Rodgers, it'll be after this season. That way, the Packers organization can spend a lot of this year trying to put a game plan in place for Jordan Love to take over next year. But um, it's evident Aaron Rodgers is unhappy. We'll see uh, what path he decides to go down. But at this point of the offseason where things are at, I would be shocked if anything were to happen, specifically because Green Bay has said, hey, we're not trading Aaron. Well, here's the one thing I do know. George Payton has worked very hard on roster building this year. You cited some of the things. I also think you missed out on the Javante Williams, who I think might be the best draft pick out of the entire draft. I think he may actually come into play, and I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if he was rookie of the year. I know Melvin Gordon's gonna get the the share of, of his share of the carries, but I think Javante's very underestimated. Let's talk a little bit about the offensive side of the ball, because I'm in agreement with you. I think the biggest thing though to me is the offensive line. I mean everybody talks about the quarterback, 
But, you know, these quarterbacks are going to be much benefited, benefited quite a bit by a great running game and a strong offensive line. Can you tell me, is that with the Quinn Miners addition, I mean, is that the most really intriguing? Because I think with Mute and some of the guys there, I think they've really done a good job, Peyton has, in assembling that offensive line. Where do you see, uh, other than right tackle, I mean, do you think these other four spots are, are pretty solidified? I think they are, and I think that for now that's the case. I think with Graham Glasgow's contract at right guard, he's fully healthy right now, and it was really an odd year for him because he's really been an iron. He hasn't really had, had to deal with too many injuries, but last year he dealt with a quad, he dealt with a calf, he dealt with a you know an ankle injury, and he fought through it. But this year he is fully ready to go. I think when he is healthy, he's going to make the Broncos' offense even better. Lloyd Cushenberry is obviously it's going to be up in the air. There's going to be some competition between he and Quinn Miners, but I think Lloyd Cushenberry has the advantage knowing that he has a, a, another year in this playbook. He's going to be able to be a little bit more further ahead of the game than I think Quinn Miners will be. Now, the biggest key from a physical standpoint for Cushenberry is going to be, did he get stronger this offseason? Now, that was an area he needed to improve on, and we'll have to see, obviously, in some of the reps in one-on-ones and training camp, and obviously some preseason games, whether or not that's the case, but uh, Dalton Reisner solidified a left guard. Garrett Bull solidified a left tackle. Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. This afternoon, we're actually hosting the Alexander Johnson autograph session over at Savvy Events Center off of 80th and uh, in Sheridan. Um, and uh, one of the questions that we've had a chance to, because we had him on, we had him on our show a couple weeks ago, we asked him about this season coming up with the Broncos is Fangio's philosophy and how he fits in the scheme. And he really likes Fangio's uh, scheme and how he's being utilized. This is a contract year for Alexander Johnson coming up. Cody, what are your thoughts on the Broncos possibly uh, re-signing him during the middle of the season, maybe like a hometown discount? Or is he somebody that could really demand big value market once the offseason happens? Because, I mean, he's looking to have a big year this year, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think with where he's at right now, I, I just don't see him going out and commanding a big-time okay. uh, contract considering, you know, we've we've only had a two-year sample size of his play. Now, I think that the Broncos would like to keep Alexander Johnson here. You know, one thing I've loved about him, he's just an energy guy. He's hard-hitting. He's going to make some big plays. He's really good in terms of tackles for losses. And as Vic said in this offseason, if he can get to a little bit of a point to where, you know, he listens and does his job on some assignments – that will, you know, help, I think, alleviate some of that pressure that the defense feels. But he's been a big addition for them. But you also have to keep in mind now, I mean, how do you want to give him a contract extension when you just drafted a guy like Baron Browning, when you have a guy like right. Justin Sternett on the roster? Uh, well, I think at this point you can never have enough inside linebackers. I think you truly have to have at least four or five on the depth chart, and then that fourth and fifth guy, and even that third guy, those guys will contribute on special teams, but – you need depth there because if one guy goes down and you're losing, you know, an athletic piece on that inside backing core, you're gonna have to you're gonna struggle. It's gonna be very tough unless you have complementary depth there. And I think that's something that George Payton has done. He said, "Hey, we need to have complementary depth at every position." And so far, defensively, that's the case. I think Alexander Johnson had probably has the best chance. I think in between he and Josie Jewell having a long term contract in Denver. Yep, I agree. Well, the other thing that I want to know for you is how exciting is it for the real home field advantage, I think, to return 
to Mile High Stadium. I know that I don't know about you, but it was weird last year. I mean, I loved the game. I lot of it was about all we had, right? I was thankful Pumping for the opportunity the music, to watch the sound, it. But that, it seemed like a glorified scrimmage so many times. I, I was missing that enthusiasm, and especially on like fourth down. And like Alex said, they pumped in the crowd and everything. Yeah. But there's no replacement for the energy in the fourth quarter of a packed building with everyone stomping their feet. I mean, how excited are you to get back to real football this year? Because I think we all did what we could last year. We made the best of it, but I miss the fans, and I, I'm excited to go in that stadium myself this year. Absolutely. I, mean, I think the home field advantage a mile high where it's rocking on third down where the stadium is shaking, uh, you know, a mile high above sea level, that's that's what you need. And, and you know, even talking with several players this offseason, I asked that question a couple of times. What was it like playing in front of no fans? And, you know, they were saying that, you know, it's, it's different because in a game you don't necessarily pay too much attention to, like, what's going on the outside because you're focused on doing your job. But not having any fans in the stadium was definitely it was noticeable. And fake artificial crowd noise doesn't do anything, especially it doesn't bring you that effect of where the, the stadium is rocking, it's shaking, and you hear the defense chant going on. Um, that was a really weird year last year, and, and I'm kind of glad that we're going to be back at full capacity this upcoming season because when you fill that stadium over 76,000 screaming Broncos fans, tell you what, there's a different kind of energy, and that's where Mile High Magic is born. I think that fans are ready to be there. I think that the players are excited that's going to happen. I know I am, and I know you guys are too. Well, I'll tell you what, that's Cody Rourke. Man, I guess we Follow, pumped up, man. Cody, man, you got us ready to run through a wall, buddy. I mean, we you got us jacked up, man. I, I tell you, nobody... I think he sleeps with the football. I, I do, man. I mean, you, you I can see you in, sleeping with your your PS5 and your Madden, you know, hooked up with your headset, seven TVs <laughs> on seven different games. I mean, you just... You're one of those guys, man, that we're just so excited for. And every year we just see you grow and grow. And, man, just nothing but the best to you. Uh, you know, the, the sky's the limit for you. You have an amazing amount of talent. And we follow you on Twitter uh, and, and religiously hey man, follow I, the podcast. I get all my stuff from him. I, I get a lot of stuff. I, I do I do steal stuff, and I'm sorry. I probably owe I you a couple months. I wouldn't say I steal it. I hijack oh, it. Hijack it. Right. Oh, he jacks it. it. He hijacks it. I steal it. You know, please. Uh, you know, they always say that uh, flattery... Imitation is the best form of flattery. Uh, we cannot imitate you, but we definitely appreciate the information. Hey, absolutely. I appreciate you guys. Looking forward to seeing you here in a couple of weeks All in right. uh, Dove Valley. We, know, will we will be there. We will be there. These are going to be fun. So. All right, well, we'll have to maybe try and squeeze in a lunch over at Los Dos or something. It's right down the street from the Let's facility, do it. man. Let's do it. Hey, I'm with it. Let's do it. You got it, man. That's our man, Cody Rourke, the best in the business in my mind. I mean, the guy really knows his stuff. I follow all of them on Twitter, all the stuff, at Cody Rourke NFL. Alex, right before we get out of here, man, we got to tell you about our good friend, Ed Prather. Ed Prather is the only real estate agent that I would trust and recommend to sell my house. His proprietary marketing system guarantees multiple offers in three days for full market value or he'll sell it for free. Give him a call today at 720-650-4959. That's 720-650-4959. Or, say, or, or just go to his website at edprather.com. That's E-D-P-R-A-T-H-E-R.com. edprather.com. 720-650-4959.
the best in the business, and what an incredible lineup. Our thanks go out to the incomparable Wayne Hagen. It always feels like we're at a baseball awesome stuff, game. Awesome stuff, Joey. Uh, Dr. Stano, we love you, brother. Put a bow on Only the NHL, NHL guy, man. Uh, and then, of course, Bill Foss, the best tequila in the world. Joey B., the Chicago wise guy. Stay out of the wrestling ring, brother. We love you, and we wrapped it up with one of the better NFL analysts in the town and Cody Rourke. Hey, we got a charity event, man. Yeah, we we got to get out we of here, man. We got to get ready, Joe. Hey, if you, you got to go you're here, Joe. Savvy Event Center, you're wrong. Meet us down there, 80th and Sheridan, 2 to 6. Alexander Johnson autograph signing. What a great show. We love you, Denver. Thank you for making this Colorado's number one weekend show.